welcome to This One Life. I'm your host, Carol Mix, and I'm so excited that you are here. If you haven't done so already, head on over and hit that follow button just so that you never miss another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about banishing self-doubt. In the previous episode where I shared a success with one simple thing, I talked a little bit about self-doubt and then it got me thinking, you know what? Maybe I oversimplified this. Maybe talking about self-doubt in that way just sounded really simple. And if you, the listener, are sitting here really struggling with self-doubt, I didn't want to leave you hanging. So I'm coming in here with some ways to release or use this self-doubt in a different way. Now, first of all, the way that I look at self-doubt is it's just an energy, right? And it's the thoughts and the beliefs and the meanings that we have in our head. And sometimes they're not consistent with where we've been, what we've done, what we've created. It's just some old stuff that's still trapped in there. And it's about time for us to let it go or create some new and different stories and relations around and for ourselves. Because self-doubt isn't serving you in any way, shape, or form. It does keep us safe. And by safe, I mean it keeps us in inaction. And sometimes that is useful. I have found that even negative emotions have a purpose. And that's where I think it was Tony Robbins that said it, or someone said it. Tony's the last one that I heard it from because you know what? I think we're all just out here saying the things and there isn't one friggin' original thought (laughs) except for this one. This is the one original thought, but all human emotion is here to serve us and it has a purpose and a meaning. So it's for us to get curious about how this human emotion is here to serve us, or what meaning does it have? So with self-doubt, I know for myself, whenever I've had self-doubt and I've used, with little quotes around it, I've used this energy, it absolutely was a holdback because I had some fear or I didn't want to be visible or I was afraid of being judged when in actuality, all of it was me judging me, right? So paying mind to how we're using this self-doubt is really, really important. And then how can you shift from it? You know, again, when I've worked with people that are using these negative emotions or they're angry about them, like, I just want this anxiety gone, or I'm just tired of doubting myself all the time or overthinking and questioning. And it's like this rage that's inside of us because we have this negative thought process or these negative sides to us that are holding us back. We can feel it. It's almost like we can physically feel it holding us back. And I caution people against fighting against all of these negative things. And it almost sounds like a weird thing to say, befriending it, but it's really understanding its purpose. Because if you are coming at it with rage and anger, It is an energy that is still not serving you. It's really a shit energy. It's shit energy against shit energy, right? Or shit energy against shitty thoughts. So how are we appreciating that these thoughts are here? 
thanking them. Yeah, thank you. I see you, but you know what? I don't need that protection or I'm okay. I'm not going to die if I step forward and I really start to release some of this doubt or get into a different relationship with this doubt. Because honestly, when we begin to understand how these thoughts and feelings serve us, we can start to shift a whole hell of a lot quicker and easier than if we just stayed in it and started to rage against it and it almost exacerbates it because we're highlighting it and focusing it and we're chasing this around within ourselves as opposed to relaxing, releasing and understanding and acknowledging it. So that's just my thoughts on self-doubt and how we can get into a different relationship with it because it's here. It's, it's human. We all have it at some point or another and how often we're practicing it and going back to it and petting it and loving it and giving it attention or feeding it and watering it. That's it. That's going to determine how much this is within you. So today we're not talking about that. We're talking about how do we release it? How do we banish it and let go of it? Because we know at this point, it's just not serving us in a positive way. So I have five ways that I'm going to share with you. And the first one is identify the source of your self-doubt and then challenge it with evidence to the contrary. So that means really identifying where does this self-doubt come from? And this is where that curiosity comes in, right? We get curious about what the hell am I even thinking this about myself for? Like, why do I have this self-doubt? And sometimes this inner exploration takes a little bit of time or we go way back and we can pinpoint like, yep, it's right there. It's right there. I screwed this up here. This fell short here. Like all of these things come up and we can go, all right, I can connect to that. But also it's one thing to connect to it. It's another to challenge it and then look at the evidence to the contrary. And this is where perspective and the power of perspective comes in and how wonderful is it that we as humans have perspective. I always say that there's always more than one side to any story, belief, or meaning that you have. It's not just one dimensional, this is my one thought, I'm just with it. We're not robots, right? We have the ability to shift and change and have different perspectives on the thing, on anything. There may be reasons why you did the thing you did and that's why the self-doubt is there. There may be reasons why you think that. Maybe somebody else's voice that you're hearing and it's not even your own and this was just pulled forward for all of this time torturing yourself, right? So find and identify the source of the self-doubt, challenge it, and then look at the evidence to the contrary because it is there. And when we start to focus on that evidence, that's where the strength is, right? We know that it's not necessarily 100% true. And that is where we can start to say, all right, how, how is it not true? Where is the evidence that it's not true? Because there's always two sides to the story. So find the side that serves you. The second one, is practice self-compassion and treat yourself with kindness just like you would a good friend. And again, the key words here are practice self-compassion. Now, it takes work 
to pause long enough in life because we're running around like crazy people to practice that self-compassion and treat yourself just the way that you would anybody else that you love. I know in the beginning of my own self, my discovery of self-compassion, it really came down to how I was mothering my own self, my own inner children and connecting back to that and really creating that relationship now that I'm older and coming back with compassion and empathy, forgiveness, all of these things are within that realm of what the practice of self-compassion is. And when you start to treat yourself with more kindness in a more gentle way, you know, I always think of it like when I look into my granddaughter's face, would I be harsh and judging and critical of her at seven years old? Why should I be that way to myself? You know, why do I drive myself like unforgivingly when there are others that are in the world where instantaneously I can step into that compassionate space? So practicing that regularly, daily, is going to help you become stronger and stronger and that self-doubt will fade or not be as strong when you are practicing different practices that go against that or are on the opposite end of the spectrum of that with compassion, empathy, and forgiveness of yourself. The third one is to focus on your strengths and accomplishments and acknowledge them regularly. Now this one here can be hard if you have a belief in your head that you shouldn't brag because nobody likes a bragger or you shouldn't be out here, you know, boasting about yourself. A lot of times we just have that belief or we are in the practice or the habit of just running on to the next thing. We do not stop and pause to even look at the accomplishments that we have made or have created in our lives. We just are focused on the next goal, on to the next thing. And it's like, oh yeah, or we just take it for granted. We're like, oh yeah, that's what I should have done. Or, you know, these are the things that are just expected. It's no big deal. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, ah, yeah, well, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm like, bro, no, it is a huge deal. Like, look what you did. And again, there are other times where we're focused on all the negative shit that happened through that accomplishment instead of looking at, wow, these are the things that went really well through it. Look what I did here. Again, whether it comes from past experience of people telling you, don't brag, nobody likes a bragger, or in your own head, you can't stand a person who's super boastful or full of themselves. So you've decided I'm not going to be that way either. I'm not talking about going out here and acting like a maniac because nobody enjoys that kind of person, um, this false bravado, but own your shit. Like I'm telling you, yeah, take time. Focus on those strengths and accomplishments and really, truly have a practice of acknowledging them regularly. I know in my own practices as I was developing one of my coaching programs, I had this visual of in my life as I was going for my goals, it was like I was constantly climbing this mountain and 
I had this big backpack on my back and it's all heavy, full of all my baggage and the crap that I've gathered along the way. And here I am working on my goal, climbing this mountain and just climbing, climbing, climbing. And as I look over, there are several, several vistas where I could have pulled my ass over and paused and looked out, but I didn't. I just kept climbing, climbing, climbing. And we're bypassing all of these places where we can rest and just sit down and catch our breath and take a drink. But what we're really missing is stepping out onto these vistas where you can start to look and measure your own growth. Like, look how far I've come. You stop and look and pause out. And there is this beautiful world, like you've come this far. And we forget to do that. And when we do that and we just keep climbing, we become exhausted. We're tired. We're miserable. We're hungry. We're freaking cranky, right? We've got blisters on our feet. (laughs) We just want to stop. And this is where, like, I just want to give up feelings come from. But when we pause on this journey, we look out at how far we've come and how beautiful it is and look at all the great work that we've done. It feels really good. Think about it if you've ever hiked or you've ever hiked up that mountain and you just pause and you stop just to catch your breath and you look down you're like, holy shit, look how far I came. This is focusing on your strengths and your accomplishments. You deserve to acknowledge that. You deserve to feel that and connect with it. That's the fuel that you need to keep going. And we forget about that. We just keep going and then we end up exhausted. So don't do that, right? The practice of focusing on your strengths and accomplishments and acknowledging them regularly is key to your success. The fourth one is to take action towards your goals. But doing so, even if it's in the small steps, like one at a time, and then to celebrate your progress. So this one kind of dovetails a little bit off of, you know, the one before this of acknowledging your wins, but celebration, the habit of celebration is key. And then also taking those small action steps, small steps done consistently is how big changes and big growth happen. When we expect that we're just going to make big, massive changes, well, of course we're going to doubt that we have the ability to do that or handle that. Of course, self-doubt is going to crop up because that shit's scary, right? Taking those big, giant leaps that are going to change everything. I mean, sometimes those are exhilarating and they're awesome, but other times like, damn, that sucks. I'm not doing that. So I am here for the actions, the small actions done consistently and you build upon that and then you celebrate those wins. And then little by little, those action steps that you take get a little bit bigger and they're a little bit harder, but it's the in the celebration of that progress that your growth that your uh, confidence, that's the word, sorry. (laughs) It dropped in for me, that confidence that you need in yourself that banishes that self-doubt because now you have that that evidence that you need, right? But it's also that self-esteem that you're building within yourself of when you're acknowledging that, hey, you know what? I did this. I'm taking full ownership of that. I have yet to have one person standing at my door every single day saying, hey, 
awesome job. You are incredible, Carol. Nobody's here doing that shit. And if I'm not here to celebrate my progress and look for it and acknowledge it, then I'm just going to keep running by it. Again, going back to the analogy of just climbing up this damn hill and exhausting myself. And then I wonder why I don't want to keep climbing. I wonder why I'm miserable and sad and cranky, right? So when I'm working with my clients, one of the major components of the foundation that we're building is really the celebration piece of things, the habit of celebration. One of the steps in the success with six method is celebration. It's that important that I embedded it right into the program. And we celebrate it with an evening habit. So this is something that maybe you can start for yourself today, right? Is creating an evening habit. I can't tell you how many years I spent running through my days like a maniac. And then at the end of the night, I would either A, pass out stone cold on the couch, just fall over like a weeble. Boom, I was out. Or I would wake up from my little cat nap that I took and then I would go to bed and then I would be wide awake. I would be wide awake. And then I would be going over all the things that I fell short on, I didn't follow through with, maybe an argument with one of my family members that I didn't come back and fix. So I was having these imaginary conversations in my head, getting myself all jacked up or crying myself to sleep because I didn't want to leave that situation the way that I did. But it's too late now. Everybody's in bed. You know, an argument with one of my kids that I didn't resolve. I am a classic overthinker for that. And I would lay there torturing myself with what didn't go right, what didn't go well. And then I would pass out and then get up the next day. That doesn't feel good. No wonder why you can't sleep. No wonder why it's not a really great, good, deep sleep that feels really good. So I switched that. And I added in a gratitude portion or a celebration of the day and just celebrate what went well today. So I started thinking differently. And when I started fueling thinking differently every single day at the end of the day, not only did I sleep a whole hell of a lot better, it was such a different feeling than I fell short all of those thoughts, which of course feed and fuel like I am feeding that monster of self-doubt. I am just confirming and creating some evidence of how shitty things are when I'm going over and over in my head about, oh man, what I fell short with today, as opposed to, I freaking crushed this day. I did this and this and this and this. So in the beginning, it feels a little hard and foreign to start looking for the little things or even the big things that went really well that you can celebrate. But I'll tell you what, when you start this habit and you do it every single day, I'm going to give you a challenge. Do it every single day, right? For 30 days. Just just set a date and time. And I'm going to do this for 30 days. And I'm going to give it a try and see how it works for me, but see how it works for you, right? And just celebrate every day, even if it's right, writing down one thing. If you don't feel like you have the time or the energy to do five things, do three things, do one thing, just acknowledge and celebrate you today and make a habit of it. And then lastly, surround yourself with supportive people who believe in you, 
and your abilities. I can't tell you what, well, here, I'm saying it again. I can't tell you, but I am telling you. So (laughs) I don't know what that's about, but I can tell you how many years I have spent around people that weren't really supportive. This was early on, especially in my business years. You want to talk about somebody feeding your self-doubt. These are people that typically have the best intentions in their head and they're trying to protect you, but they're saying some wonky shit to you to talk you out of what great ideas you're coming forward or maybe it's the crazy ass ideas you're coming forward with. They're just trying to protect you, but in reality, they're feeding. They're feeding the self-doubt within you by saying, why would you do that? What are you even thinking? Or just breaking it down. When you are in community with supportive people who believe in you, that believe in your abilities, that see you for the amazing human that you are, life changes. Life changes. So mind your circle Mind who you're around. If you are around some complainy, whiny people that are just here to protect you with little quotes, you know what I'm you know who I'm talking about, right? I bet you there's someone in your life right now that always questions something that you're stepping forward with. You bravely step forward with your amazing idea and they got some dumb shit to say to you, right? Don't talk to those people anymore, right? Don't let other people feed that self-doubt within you. You have control of this when you look at and consider who you're surrounding yourself with. So do you want to fuel your fire? You want to stoke those flames of awesomeness within you? You find yourself a group of supportive people who believe in you and your abilities. And I'm telling you right now, your life is going to change. I'm part of a podcast mastermind and all the people that show up there, they are just A, celebrating themselves for pushing through all of their barriers of just getting out here and sharing their message. But they are cheering every single person on. They are not only showing up fully in that group and crushing it in that group, but together we've all linked arms in support of each other, sharing how we're doing it so other people can grow. We're sharing our knowledge that we had before we even stepped into the ring, but we're also looking at each other's abilities and fanning those flames. And I'll tell you what, it is like one of the most powerful groups that I have ever been a part of. And it has truly helped me to lean more into believing in myself and my own abilities just because I'm surrounded by people that are doing it too. And I don't want to show up there with my defeatist, like self-doubting self and roll up in that space and just muck up all that energy around those people. Hell no. It gets me on my toes and it has me go, you know what? I'm here to contribute. That's what I'm here for. And I'm here to show up in the best way that I can. So when you start living your life that way and looking at all of the interactions that you have, all the groups that you are part of, or all of the clients that you serve, or all of the friends or the friendships that you have, you really start to analyze like, who am I surrounding myself with? And what's going on with my energy? Do I want to show up in the strongest way possible and just be my brightest, boldest self? Or am I diminishing and hiding and doubting and sitting in all of the negative side of things because 
It just, I'm afraid. Pay mind to that because when you do start to surround yourself with those supportive people, again, life changes because you are starting to really truly believe in yourself and your abilities. And if you are struggling right now because you do have negative people in your space, start to see how you can listen differently to what conversations that you're having. You know, are they positive? Are they moving forward? And not every single conversation that you have is just going to be this freaking ray of light and everybody's just throwing glitter around. I mean, that shit's not realistic either. But you know what? If you're spending more time in a negative space surrounded by negative ass people, you're going to feel that energy. And that's where it's like, hmm, let me check in with myself and let me see exactly what I can do. Where can I place myself? What groups or what mentorship or masterminds that are full of people that are working towards what it is that I desire, that I want? When you start getting in community with those kinds of people, that's when the self-doubt is vanquished and you start to really begin to believe in yourself and the power of your own abilities and the people that you're surrounded by. So a real quick recap, because I said a lot in between all of these things, because it just, I do get passionate about how do we shift these thoughts and how do we step into a greater, better version or stronger version of ourselves. And the first one is to identify the source of your self-doubt, challenge it with the evidence to the contrary. I'm telling you that evidence is there. You just got to practice looking for it. The second one is practicing self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness, just like you would a friend, a small child, somebody that you care about and that you love. It is a practice, friend. Make sure that you're practicing it. Thinking of self-compassion and empathy and forgiveness and kindness, all of these things integrated into your daily life, or even if to do it more often than never, is going to change things for you. The third one is to focus on your strengths and your accomplishments and acknowledge them regularly. Remember, I talked about the analogy of climbing this mountain. We're all climbing our own freaking mountains. We all have these heavy backpacks on us, or maybe you have been practicing offloading some of that heavy shit out of your backpack. You're you're traveling light. You're traveling with the necessities. You are feeling good. You get to choose how you climb your mountain and you get to see where are the vistas. You can start to look forward to them. You can pause, relax, reflect, look out in awe of this freaking amazing world that we live in and that you have created. Look how far you have come. Or you can keep climbing and be a miserable crank and nobody's going to want to climb with you, especially you. (laughs) Right? So think about that. I love the visual of that because it really allows me to like, boom, I ground back in and say, you know, I don't want to be that way. I do want to be mindful of how I am taking this journey in and through this life and how do I want to show up. The fourth one is take action toward your goals, even if it's in the small steps at a time, because it's the small steps that have the biggest impact that's how we create consistency but also it's about celebrating you and your progress 
create that daily habit. Again, I gave you a challenge. You set a time frame for yourself. I don't care if it's two weeks, 30 days, whatever that time frame is. I promise you, you do this daily of celebrating your wins daily. Things are going to change for you. If you do have self-doubt, if you are self-critical, you're going to find when you begin to look for things to celebrate, the simple things all the way to the really big things or the hard things that you're doing, doesn't have to be this monumental thing every single day or else you lose. It's a matter of, I opened my eyes today. I took a breath in today. I was able to get up and walk and move and talk and do all of these things. If that is something that you can do, we all have something that we can celebrate. Find what is meaningful to you and celebrate that. And then lastly, the last one is surround yourself with supportive and positive people who believe in you and your abilities. Surround yourself with people who are helping you to fan your flames. It's obvious that it's your job. You're not to be here running around looking for people to tell you that you're good. Um, you, that's your job. It's your responsibility to see these great things and to believe in yourself and your own abilities. That's something that we work on to develop. But I'll tell you what, the world is a whole hell of a lot different when you're surrounded by positive people that do believe in you and that do see your abilities and share it and you can see it in them. Because I tell you what, when you are in group or community with other people and you really start believing in them and their abilities, because you see it in them means that you can see it in you. It's only because you've experienced in yourself that you can see the greatness in others. So don't forget that that greatness is also in you. So, all right, that's a wrap. I went on with this one. I was pretty excited. I did not expect that I would have so much to say about banishing and releasing self-doubt. But remember, these are just thoughts and energy that we have. Get curious about it. Don't fight it because fighting it just creates more tension and negative energy in your body. These feelings and thoughts are here for a reason get curious about it. And then if they don't serve you, release them or don't practice them as much and practice the other ones. Now, I know that that sounds totally oversimplified again. I'm not here to oversimplify that because if you are struggling with this, it's hard. I see you. I really do see you. And there are times where as much as I'd like to say, well, I'm always confident I'm not always confident. I'm not. I do have my own self-doubt. But again, like I said, it's those little steps, little by little, every single day. It's all of these practices that I shared. When I do them consistently, I'm not so focused on the negative side of things in my life, but rather I'm looking to expand what is positive and what feels really, really good in my life. So I suggest you try one of these things or stack all of them. Pick one if that makes sense to you and just get in the practice in the habit of that and then build upon it. Don't feel like you have to move the entire mountain or climb up the entire mountain today. That's not going to serve you. But definitely choosing something and doing something differently or just even thinking about all of these aspects can be something that will move you and shift. So 
Remember, wherever you are today, let's make this one day meaningful. Let's make it magical and above all else, make this one day of your life matter without the damn self-doubt, okay? Take care of yourself and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.